This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. End day 297, Joey promised that he would never abandon Americans behind enemy lines. Anyway, uh, glad you're with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program. So, um... We have this shooting. I just want to stop before we get into any discussion of of all the politics that people race to in moments like this. It's repulsive. It's disgusting, but yet so predictable, Uh, starting with the president himself last night and and politicizing without even having the facts. I don't even think every name was known at the time. I mean, uh, the president had already spoken and we didn't know when I went on the air at nine Eastern last night that it was 19 people, not 18 people shot and killed, and two teachers shot and killed. We didn't know that. But yet, before we even have a body count, you have the the rush, the race to politicize any incident whatsoever at all. And it's amazing how selective people are and, and, and what outrages them. Look, when you're talking about children, you're talking about the most innocent in society. And I'm going to sum it up very, very quickly what the answer is before we get into any discussion of it. And the answer is that the same protections, the same security that our elected officials get, and they deserve it, and I want them to have it. And I don't care whether they have a D or an R in front of their name. I don't care. We've got to protect them. Uh, And the same protections that that Hollywood stars have, because they can afford security, and the same protections are our best athletes have available to them. We ought to be providing it for our children. You're going to spend $40 billion and send it to Ukraine. Take a few billion of that and send it to our school districts and make sure that every school in America has the safety measures in place to prevent any other tragedy from ever happening again. I know other people want to bring up the the politics of this and they want to go straight to a gun debate again uh, that we've had ad nauseum. But why don't we in the meantime, while we're debating those issues, protect these kids? And I want to say something else. And and later on in the program today, um, I I don't know. I'm I'm sure most of you do remember uh, the case of of Meadow uh, Pollock, uh, her her father, Andy, has become a friend of this program, and and he's so active and so involved in the issue of protecting our kids. In other ways, one one way entry, metal detectors in schools. Let's start with that. And if you're visiting, you have to go through a metal detector. I go through metal detectors all the time. I don't care if I go through a metal detector, be it at the airport or in an arena or wherever I happen to be going. I don't care. 
Take the time. Makes me know I'm safe. You go into the White House, you go through that. You go through the go to the Capitol, you go through a metal detector. It's so it's something we've all gotten used to, and it's smart, and it makes everybody safe and secure. Um, to the parents, to the families, I cannot imagine. I try to put myself in your position. I have two children. I love my children. Everybody can understand this that has children. I think to a certain extent. I can, but but we really can't imagine the pain that all of you are going through and the shock that you're now and the, and the horror that you're, you're living through as you now prepare, you know, for a funeral for your loved child. We're talking about second, third, fourth graders here. And I, I don't want to start any discussion on this without sending out all of our love, all of our prayers. May God grant you the peace that, it seems so impossible for any parent to ever have in a moment like this um, because there's, I don't think there's anything harder than losing a child. I know people that have lost children. I've not met one that has ever gone back to being the same person. It is, it's, it's that much of a trauma, tragedy, whatever you want to call it. Met so many gold star families. The, the parents are never the same. They're never the same. That's why, you know what, I'm sick and tired of, you know, starting wars, you're all gung-ho, then, of course, uh, you don't fight the war to win the war because you're timid and tepid in, in how you fight the war, and, and then all of a sudden you politicize the war, and then everybody says after how many thousands of, of our national treasure, our kids die, never mind. I mean, it's insanity to me. That's why we count down. We're not going to forget the Americans abandoned in Afghanistan. Um... Before we get to Biden, which we will, I mean, we're we're getting details about the school shooter, you know, horrible family life, uh, drug abusing mother, according to one reports on the blaze and elsewhere. Um, Apparently a a kid that was bullied repeatedly, uh, a kid that apparently was into a lot of mischief and and shooting random people with BB guns, egging people's cars, you know, just, just that doesn't sound like. That doesn't make one a, a, a killer, but maybe there were, there were signs certainly on social media that were ignored. I think we got to do a better job monitoring such. Uh, apparently bullied on a, on a pretty high level and had a very aggressive streak, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what, why people don't have a heart, a conscience, and a soul? If you have a heart, you can't kill an innocent child. If you have a, a, a soul or a conscience, you just can't do it. It's something that is impossible. And, and something is so wrong in these people, I, I can't explain it except that I know that there's good and I know that there's evil in this world. Um, you know, and, and then you know, beyond Biden and his instant politicizing of this, you know, there, then there's Beto Bozo O'Rourke. You have the governor of Texas, you have uh, the attorney general of Texas, they're holding a very difficult press conference, giving out details to the public. This happened like an hour ago uh, about what had happened. And they're on stage during a press conference. And in runs Beto Bozo, interrupts the press conference, confronting the governor about gun laws in the state um, and acting like a complete, total, raving lunatic. And anyway, he, he breaks into the press conference, sneaks in there this afternoon, raving and ranting like an unhinged lunatic <clears throat> at Governor Abbott as he was trying to speak. Uh, the time to stop the next shooting is now, and you're doing nothing, he yelled. And when O'Rourke 
began the outburst, uh, uh, outburst Tenor, Senator Ted Cruz told him to sit down while another person involved with the presser, you know, called him a sick SOB, son of a bitch. In other words, Joe's favorite words for, for people that work for Fox. And the lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick, said, this is, you're out of line. This is an embarrassment. Uh, really, Beto Bozo? You've you got to politicize this? These parents now probably absorb, not even in the process of being capable of planning a funeral. Never mind what they're, they're going to have to go through. Anyway, we have it on tape. Listen. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. So sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Hey, so sit down. Right now, the next shooting is right now, and you're doing nothing. No, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to us over. This is totally predictable. When you, sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. I'm sure. You are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. It's all like you. Why don't you get out of here? I, I mean, it's it's beyond any comprehension. Now, by the way, the same guy, remember when he's running for president, hell yeah, I'm coming for your AK-47s. Now he's running again this year. I guess, what is he running for, governor? He's running this year. He's not going to win in Texas, especially after this this stunt that he pulled today, which was despicable. Um, but you, you got a guy that had an election year conversion. All of a sudden now, um, he wants to control the borders, something he had never mentioned before. And then he had another election year conversion because he had, he had bragged loudly, hell yeah, I'm coming for your guns. And now all of a sudden he's pro-Second Amendment. Listen. Americans will, who own AR-15s, AK-47s will have to sell them to the government. I fully expect our fellow Americans to turn in their AR-15s and their AK-47s. Are you, in fact, in favor of gun confiscation? Yes. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. I'm not interested in taking anything from anyone. What I want to make sure that we do is defend the Second Amendment. Oh, the last part was because he's running for governor of Texas. So he's a total, complete fraud on every level. I, we got to give a shout out. The Border Patrol agent, um, apparently they have an elite force. They happen to be the closest, as this situation was unfolding yesterday, is responsible for taking down this gunman, an anonymous law enforcement official telling the AP that the agent rushed into Robb Elementary School without waiting for backup, and the Border Patrol agent found him, shot him, killed the gunman, hiding behind a barricade, and the as-yet-unidentified agent was also wounded but able to walk out of the school, and Border Patrol forces, uh, I'm sorry, for sources telling Fox News and uh, our reporter Bill Malusian that the agent believed to have shot and killed the gunman was part of an elite tactical unit that entered the school uh, with a team while the Texas law enforcement officials, when they got there, also engaged the shooter. They kind of surrounded him and went in on both sides. These are not people that normally work together, but he went in with, with a, his technical group of other agents, and they did it on a moment's notice, and you got to give props to them. God only knows how many lives were saved as a result of this. Um. You know, it's um, when you get into all of this, 
there is all of the predictable statements that are made that are made. When in God's name will we stand up to the gun lobby? When Joe Biden made those remarks, we didn't even have a final death count. Think about that. You know, he, he learned about it, I guess, on Air Force One returning from his trip from Asia. Uh, you know, where in God's name is our backbone? Biden tears into the gun lobby and gun makers and vows to stand up to the gun lobby, mourning the children as if they're in a battlefield. Uh, How how many scores of little children uh, who we witnessed what happened to see their friends die as if they were in a battlefield? And he goes, I'm sick and tired of this. We have to act. And don't tell me we can't have an impact on this carnage. Joe Biden is really, really animated. I ask the nation to pray for them and give the parents and siblings the strength in the darkness, he goes on. Uh, we have to have the courage to stand up to gun manufacturers. And then it goes on and on. Now, since 2009, on my television program, I have been scrolling names of people that you never heard of. And I've scrolled them on purpose. This was Barack Obama's president. He's vice president. And I, I've done this now ever since 2009 on television, scrolling the names of people, names you've never heard of, people shot, shot and killed, and you never hear their names, and not once, I think maybe two times in their presidency and vice presidency did Biden and Obama mention the every weekend violence in Chicago. Why, why didn't they mention that? Big blue state, big blue city, regular violence. They never lifted a finger. They never said a word. Remember when Lawrence Jones, LJ, goes and we covered the case of a little girl on the 4th of July weekend shot and killed in the front yard of her grandma's home. I remember that vividly. And Joe, where was Joe? You see what the problem here is? There is an answer. They don't want the answer. If they really cared, why didn't they lift a finger for all the years they were in office to help Chicago? Which makes my point. If they can't score cheap political points, you're not going to hear a word out of these people. That shows what this is all political. Everything's political.